Hey, NFers, we have a new sponsor on the podcast today. Today's episode is brought to you by... We like to get nostalgic. Hell yeah, we do. Did you know that it's been 10 years since Taylor Swift's second album came out? Uh, no. No, I didn't. And did you know it's been a year since her last album came out? Did you just know this info off the top of your head? Hell no. Sarah Kennedy told me. Friend of the podcast, comedian Sarah Kennedy? Yeah, she never shuts up about Taylor Swift. Isn't she doing a one-woman show about her at the end of the month? She sure is. This is an ad for it. Whoa, it is. Yeah, everyone go see the show Taylor, a one-woman show obsessed with the one woman, on Wednesday, November 28th. Yeah, 9.30 p.m. at the Pit Loft. Yeah, it's all about Taylor Swift. Some sort of improvised pun. You can do this. Oh, hold on. Oh, this is one Taylor that's going to leave you in stitches. Ha <laughs> ha, okay, we're having fun. Go see the show. Buy your tickets on the website for The Pit. That's, that's Taylor, Taylor, a one-woman one show obsessed, obsessed with one woman, November 28th. Why'd she have us do it like that? Who knows? Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right, what are we going to do? I don't know, like, do we, get, do we have time to buy something? No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're going to no, just riff, riff it? Oh, oh shit, shit, it's the Nostalgic Front, a podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games, junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was, that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just going to use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should, I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am Brandon Ream. How is it going, Brandon? Patrick Hasty, yeah. yeah, it's going fantastic. Fantastic, ah, yes. boy, yeah, the uh, fucking f- fun. Uh, we got a sponsor on today's episode. We do sponsor on Monday's episode. Uh-huh. Back, we're back in the money, baby. Yeah. We're Hell getting yeah. that cash again. Almost all of it. Uh, we're working on it. Um, so that's fun. I uh, still want more. It's another one of those uh, uh, fancy. I'll take more cash. I'd love more cash. Get to the Patreon. Uh, uh-huh. One hundred by a hundred. We're yeah. really. You guys really want us to plateau at this sixty-one dollar a month mark, don't you? That's what you guys want us to do. Somebody, somebody listening right now. You could be the person to give us eight dollars <laughs> or six. I think it's seven dollars because we're at sixty-two dollars, oh. maybe. Well, it'll say wherever it is. Get us Look to sixty-nine, up. baby. Yeah, you know the score, and then, and then we'll and then we'll work on it from there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Get us to sixty-nine. Can't get to a hundred until you get to sixty-nine. That true words have never been spoken. Uh, today's episode, uh, fun size, very fun. Good to see you again. It's great to see you, Patrick. I talked about it on Monday, but goddamn, this whole fucking Super Nintendo is killing me. <laughs> I turned. All I did was turn my computer into a Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. and it's so fun. And I use my Xbox controller, and I'm playing the Turtles. I'm downloading games I never even heard of, Animaniacs game. It sucks, but I'm playing it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um, speaking of Animaniacs, uh, ooh, we did that fun, fun size last week with the Beatles. That's right. Oh, I'm wacko. That's yeah. how I talk. I talk like Ringo Starr, right? I went to the Ringo store. What'd you get? A Ringo. Duh. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, I, I, it's fine. Um, that was I, a fun one. Yeah. People like it. Mm-hmm. People oh, think it's fun when we oh, do this. Also, if I haven't tweeted... Uh, what was that goddamn joke? Charles in Charge. What was it? Oh, Charles in Charge. 
What? Did the queen die? <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, if he hasn't tweeted that yet, uh, tweet him to remember it. Ooh, also, did I don't have one? forget that we're a singing podcast. We're a singing, singing podcast. podcast. Singing podcast. What song did should we... you know that we're a singing podcast? Yeah, you probably you... did because we sing. But we got to have like a song that we sing. That was it. We could sing the taxi theme. Do you know it? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Oh, I thought it was taxi. You're taking a taxi and you're laughing in the taxi. A lot of shows don't have We're driving words. around. We're in a taxi. Hey, look, Danny DeVito's in a box. My name is Louis De Palma and I'm always pissed and her name is Elaine Nardo. That's part of the song. Mary uh, Lou Heller? Mary Lou Henner. Henner. Uh, she's got that disease. You know that? <laughs> where she like... <laughs> look, you're giving me a second. <laughs> she's got that thing where like you could tell her any date in time that she's been alive. Like if you tell her like June 7th, 1981, she'd be like, uh, oh yeah, it was a sunny day. I was mm-hmm. in Los Angeles and I went to the store and I bought groceries. Like she knows everything that she's ever done. In oh her yeah, life, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like yeah. some weird recalled, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Um, we're not doing, but okay. So we did your Beatles one. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun. I've been listening to the Beatles all week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found out that I liked the early stuff a little more than I thought I did. Um, really was surprised when I found out that fucking Revolver came out in the middle. I thought it was one of their later ones. Mm-hmm. Um, threw Abbey Road on this weekend. Pumping it, jamming it. That medley. Yeah, baby. Um, so I've been having fun there. Listen to that cum song. What was it? The one where the crescendo is a, a cum. A day in the life. Yeah. Did I tell you about this? About how when I first moved to New York, we used to see Julian Lennon at open mics every once in a while? <laughs> is that? Do you know about that? Yeah. He would go up and do jokes. He'd be like... He's got a cool band with a cooler band name. Is he in Japan Droids? No, no. He's in Ghost of a Sabertooth Tiger. That's it. That is a good band name. Isn't it? Yeah. It's fun to say. Uh, what is happening? Um, so well, we, had, we we did another podcast that you picked. I don't even know what the fuck. You don't know what today's one is. Uh-uh. Do you have any guesses? No, I don't want you to. I don't Mega know if Man. I want you to guess. I don't know if I want the you Beatles. to guess. Yeah, we're doing the Spider-Man? Beatles, again, baby. We've already done Spider Man. Oh, by the way, rest in peace, Oregon Stan Trail. Lee. Oh, from The Office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stan Lee Ipkiss from the movie The Mask. That character they decided is dead. Um, no, Stanley, Stanley, the creator of Spider-Man and all those, the X-Men and the rest. Excelsior. Yeah, Excelsior. Gave so us a lot a of good, gave us a lot of good memories. Yeah, he passed away. What a, what a great cheerleader. Great cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, positive. Positive. So what are we doing? What, so we got today's fun size. Do you have any thoughts? No, because I don't know what it is. Okay. Well, uh, do you mind? You have your ears on? Yeah. Okay. Do you mind if I uh, um, give you a little opening clip? Okay. This is a little, this might, this might. God, it better not be, a, be another dumb musical. This might. Um, can you see the screen? You can't, right? Uh-uh. This might give you some insight into what today's episode is about. It might not. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown really? Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. Did he live? From Dallas, Texas, the flash, apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. What are you doing, conspiracies? Now, that was November 22nd, 1963. Okay. November 22nd. Is that what today is? 1963. Is this the day that this, 
podcast you know what? is dropping? Is that you know what? I didn't even going for that kind of synchronicity. You know what? I didn't even think of that, but it goddamn might be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, that was one hundred percent an accident. Okay, I'm not buying it. I'm there's a conspiracy here. <laughs> I swear to God, there is there is a second podcaster and a magic. <laughs> So that Calendar. was, so that was, how many years ago was that? November 22nd, 1963. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was that t- today? Um, 45? 55. How long ago was it? Ni- 54, yeah, 55 years ago. So 55 years ago today, that happened, right? Right. Now, 55 years ago tomorrow, so November 23rd, 1963, this happened. Oh. Yeah. It's Doctor Who, right? Yeah, baby. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Honestly, I'm and glad then we're the not doing a fun size about the Kennedy, Kennedy assassination. assassination. I thought that was going to be some bait and switch. Kennedy was assassinated, and then the next day, the BBC was supposed to drop their new show, Doctor Who. They had to push it back because of the way the time they were still covering news coverage about Kennedy's assassination. So the first episode was like pushed back like an hour and a half because of that. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, here's uh, here's my imitation of uh, the uh, crocodile hunter watching the news. Okay. Cronkite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so no, I get it. Get it? Crikey! Did yeah. he say crikey? The crocodile hunter? Yeah, crikey! Look at the size of him. You know what I heard him say? Ah, shit! It's goddamn! It's goddamn! Someone stingray. take the stingray! This goddamn stingray's got me. Um, Too bad he wasn't the stingray hunter. Ding! Doc, uh, knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor Who. What do you know about it, baby? What do you know about Doctor Who? Oh. Can I do a dog knock 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 joke Fuck, real quick? Can you just do the I podcast? This, I heard the. I just want to. Uh, somebody. I heard this knock knock joke. Recently, yeah. Okay. And it was and it was pretty good. Okay. Okay. No, okay. I'll start okay. it. Knock knock. No, you can't start it. I start. <laughs> okay, you started. Right, it. Come here because it's a physical one too. Oh no! You're gonna punch me in the mouth. No, I'm not. Okay. You put your finger in my mouth. I'm gonna lose it. Your finger's so dirty. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? KGB. Oh, okay. KGB. We will ask the questions here. <laughs> he hit the mic out of my hand. I don't know what that's from. It's but. from, uh, I think it's an old, uh, it feels like a Monty Python joke. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but it feels like one of those kind of things. Um, doc, what's your experience with Doctor Who? What do you know? I know a lot of people like it. You know a lot of people like it. Have you ever watched it? Uh, the well, Honestly. Who like, is the doctor? Speak from your heart. The colored. It, well, Whoa, buddy. <laughs> I meant it, it wasn't black and white. But he's got the bigger nose and the wiry, wiry brown hair and would have been on when we were growing up. Like the one that was on. Okay, so you're probably talking about. Late 80s doctor. Yeah, you're probably talking about Colin Baker. The mm-hmm. one with the weird ass outfit that had like the question marks on the sides and stuff. No, it was more like a brown trench coat. Yeah. Okay, so then that might have been uh, the seventh doctor, Sylvester McCoy. Um, I got them all around here. And, and they all came out because like you're saying would have been on when we were growing up. So it's so confusing because there was always reruns. Yeah. But when we were growing up, the ones There's that were one on. one Doctor I recognize yeah. from when I, I mean, I didn't really watch Doctor Who, but I watched Doctor Who. Sure. You know, because it was on 
PBS. PBS a lot. Yeah. So you watch those. At 12 in the morning. So do with, you know any uh, of the. With Red Dwarf and stuff. Do you know any of the universe of Doctor Who? Do you know any of the worlds or What's any of the words? Universe? Do you know any of the stuff though? Do you, like, what do you, okay. what have you taken a, in from about there, Doctor Who? There's a magic toothbrush. Mm, Toothpick. Not that I know of. What's the magic thing? There's a screwdriver. Screwdriver. Sonic screwdriver. Uh-huh, there it is. Um, and some in some sonic screwdriver, magic toothbrush. toothbrush. It's all you can yeah. shove them all up your ass and have <laughs> a good evening. You know. Uh, okay, so there's that. Uh, there's that. Um, do you know what his spaceship is? No, I didn't even know he had a spaceship. I thought he was a time traveler. Um, yes, but he uses a ship to do it, and the ship is uh, a the phone book. Yes, the phone, phone box. box. Yeah, it's called a police box. Uh-huh. Um, those were really popular back in the 1950s, and they, um, when the show started, the show started in 63, of course, those were very popular there on every street corner. It was kind of like, it was where you, if you needed, if you were getting robbed or if you had just got robbed, you could run into these, and it was a direct line to the fire, to the police department. Um, and so the idea was that he put his ship in one of those, right? Mm-hmm. And so that way, when he came to Earth, people would just be like, oh yeah, it's just a police box. Um, okay, so here's what I'll do. I'm going to read, I got a couple of things I want to do for you. First, I want to read... The Wikipedia. Okay. Okay. Are you interested in this? What do you think? You excited? Yeah. You pumped? Because you like sci-fi. Doctor Who is a British television series uh, program produced by the BBC since 1963. The program depicts the adventures of a time lord called the Doctor, an extraterrestrial being to all appearances, human, uh, from the planet Gallifrey. Have you ever heard of Gallifrey? Uh, <laughs> technically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Doctor explores the universe in a time-traveling spaceship called the TARDIS, which stands for something. Uh, time... And wouldn't it be just a time spaceship? What what am I or saying? Or a space time ship? Space time ship. Yeah, yeah, but it, because the way it works though, it, time I mean, and travel through time and space. I'm gonna click on it. I'm just gonna so figure it's it out. A time spaceship. Space, it kind of space time ship. Space time ship. Uh, Which is what you want anyway. Oh, here's what it is. It stands for time and relative dimension in space. Because that's what it does. Is it doesn't travel. So it like the world travels around it. Yeah. So it goes in it, and then it everything changes. Just like the posters. Well, to have the TARDIS with a bunch of bunch of stuff going on around. Oh, for it. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, it's called the TARDIS. Its exterior appears as a blue police box, uh, which was a common sight in Britain in 1963 when the show started. Let's get a TARDIS in here. Nope. Let's get a TARDIS Mm-mm, in here. They don't say that. Yeah, they uh, do. The show is a significant part of British pop culture, and elsewhere the black it is games do. You're talking about Will I Am? Mm-hmm. You're talking about Fergie? I'm talking about Will I Am. You're talking about Apple? Wait, what's his name? Apple the Apple or something? Uh, the show's a significant part of British culture, uh, and it's gained a cult following. Um, now, here's the thing. So, you, you've seen some of it. You know a little bit about it. I haven't really seen any of it. No. Your doctor, you, you were talking about, because you said that your, was that on this? It had to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, your doctor was... Uh, Tom Baker, the with the big ass scarf, yeah, the curly hair and yep. the brown wire hair. So yeah. he was the '80s doctor. People love him. He's like a very famous one. Let me, I'll just run through. At this point, there have been 14 doctors. Ooh, um, because every when the doctor dies, he regenerates. Oh, I just thought that was a hard time figuring out the diagnosis. Yeah, uh, whenever he dies, he regenerates, and when he regenerates, he gets mean, a new face. Uh, can we not gender the doctor? You're right. Well, you're not supposed to gender it, but they, I guess. Yeah. Um, so when the doctor dies uh, because of getting shot or getting radiation poisoning or falling off a, a bridge, they regenerate because they have so many regenerations. Um, they and have so a lot of lives. They, they put in the Konami code. They do. Yeah, for sure. 
the IDKFA. No, IDDQD. God, could you imagine trying to play Doctor Who without the infinite life cheat? Well, and th- during the Matt Smith years, that he got another one. They got another. He got another one because he was a heathen. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the Gallifreyans give him another set of lines. Well, Zach Gallifreyan. Yeah, Zach Gallifreyan. Uh, so the doctors were William Hartnell was the first doctor. Patrick Troughton, who had was an old man with the Beatles cut, was the second doctor. John Pertwee was the old man with the white feathered hair. He had really big, oh, yeah. almost like eight, with you know? feathers in it. Yeah. Uh, Tom Baker was a lot of people's favorite doctor, and that's the one you were referencing, yeah. though you saw a lot when you were a kid. Um, uh, and Tom Baker's... Uh, Ginger's was, brother. The beginning of the companions with uh, John Pertwee and Tom Baker was Sarah Jane Smith, who went on to be a companion all through the series and then ended up getting her own show and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, Peter Davison, not to be confused with Pete Davidson, who was the first young doctor, and he wore like a um. Pete uh, Davidson, what's that from SNL? Yeah, that's it from ripped from the headlines. Well, I wouldn't have been confused if you didn't uh, bring him up. Yeah, but I said Peter Davison, not to be confused with Pete Davidson. Yeah, and then you. But now you said it. Now I'm confused. Well, if you didn't bring it up, I wouldn't have confused it. Uh, he's the one that wore the cricket outfit and he had a stock of celery on his yeah. shirt. Because I had it, no idea who Pete Davidson was until Halloween. That was the first time you ever heard of him? Because yeah. of Jack's costume? Yeah. Buddy, you got to get out more. He's he's a, he's a visionary in the comedy world. Is he? Yeah. He's funny. i never seen him at Mike's, though. Uh, <laughs> Is he even Mike? Colin. Then after that, Pete, Dav- Pete Davidson. Uh, he, oh, he's the one that had the celery on his suit, which everybody thought was goofy, but there was one planet where... The atmosphere made the celery wilt, and that's how he knew he was going to die because it's a poisonous atmosphere. Oh, it helped um, him take stock as a situation. That's right, it did. So the celery is basically like a uh, canary in a coal mine. Yeah, at whatever this one random ass. Also, like, was. why would they put canaries in coal mine? Can they even swing an axe? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Colin Baker was next. He had curly hair, and he was Colin kind of an Baker? asshole. Yeah, I'll take twelve donuts. He had, he wore like a, he had question marks all over his fucking suit. Oh, the Riddler. Yeah, very Riddler esque. Uh, very uh, that guy that with the money suits too. Uh, then, <laughs> so, you know what? Let's I'm go. Going? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> then uh, Sylvester McCoy. He, yeah. Who was? Uh, Why isn't he like the leader of the U.S. Treasury? If anybody can get the fucking country out of debt, it's fucking Lesko. You know, you know that I can't believe Trump of all people didn't put the fucking Ask Lesko on his board. You know that guy's making YouTube videos now. Is he? That's what he does. He makes YouTube videos. He's pretty interesting. I think I saw like a Vice video on the behind the scenes, and he's got like a whole closet full of those. Yeah. Suits well, you got you like, can't have just one. The yeah. Fucker wears them all the time. Yeah. Uh, after Colin Baker, we had Sylvester McCoy, who was the last Doctor of the original era. The show was on from 1963 to 1989. Um, the show had gone through all these eras where it like got good, and then it got like in the early 80s, it got kind of dark and pulpy and very like Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Sidey. Uh, but then the satanic panic happened and like all the when everybody's like parental advisory and stuff. Oh, they had it over there too. Yeah. And those people started attacking the BBC because the BBC is like national. It's like PBS or NPR where it's like taxpayer funded. And they were like, this is too dirty. This is too much for that. And so um, the show ended up being watered down so much that kids didn't like it. Adults didn't like it. So it got canceled. Then it came back in 96 for a movie. Uh, starring Paul McGann, who was the eighth doctor. And that, You've seen it? Oh, yeah, it's the great. Movie? And the funniest thing about the movie is he comes to in like a, when the regenerates, he regenerates in a morgue. And Morgues he, aren't funny. He's got to get out of the morgue, though. And so he like busts out of the morgue himself. And the guy working at the morgue, the mortician, 
Will Sasso. Will Sasso? Mad TV's Will Sasso. Hell yeah. 10-minute podcast, Will Sasso. It's so good. So good. Uh, then after Paul McGann. Three Stooges, Will Sasso. That's right. Uh, friend of Chris D'Elia, Will Sasso. Uh, after that, so that was 96. Then Doctor Who's done again. Until 2005, when it comes back with the See, next Doctor. They did a Doctor Who's done it? Yeah. Well, they've done well, a lot of Who's done it. That's kind of what Sherlock is. It, very similar to that. Doctor yeah, Who yeah. done it. Doctor Who done it. Uh, when it came back and with the new generation, Whatever which is what is. we watch now, yeah, I laughed at it. That's what I gave you. you didn't give me enough. What did you want? A parade? Yeah, you you're already been. standing most of the podcast. Uh, Christopher Eccleston was the first of the reboot, the New Year's, the 2005 on. Yeah, and Doctor he, Who, the, the New, new Year's, years. the new class. Um, and he was Doctor for. Uh, um, one season only. They, I mean, he was supposed to be Doctor for a while, but he only did the one season. Um, his his companion was Rose, who was kind of like a fan favorite. People loved her. Um, that Karen Gilliam? No, that is her name is Billy something Billy Idol I can't, Lord or something. I maybe it's not Billy Lord. Idol Lord, same thing. Yeah, I think Billy Lord is Carrie Fisher's daughter. I don't think it's her, but it's Billy something, and she's like a she was kind of like a um she's very baby spiceish, blonde, cute. But also very like the girl next doorish, but also kind of like could be a femme fatale if she needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was really great. She was the companion when the show came back. She was the companion with Eccleston. Then Eccleston tra- regenerated into David Tennant for the tenth Doctor. Oh, I know who's Tennant, fan favorite. Tennant the tenth. Yeah, the tenth. Everybody loves him. He's not my favorite Doctor. He's Scrooge. He's, he's my favorite. Scrooge. Second favorite Scrooge. Yeah. Uh, but he's a great Doctor. Um, he's not my favorite though. Um, a lot of really good episodes happen with him though, and so that's kind of cool. In the Have they ever actually and, had to do any doctor work? There are a lot of times where people are like, uh, "Oh, hey, uh, you're a doctor, save this person," and he's gonna be like, eh, "I'm not that kind of doctor." You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm a um, dentist. Yeah, that's happened. That's happened a, a handful of times. Um, a thing that actually happens. So with, he's a quack. He is a quack. A thing that it's happens it's with mostly um, like quack who. When, well, they well, should call it. He's a quack when he's Doctor Scrooge when he's Scrooge McDuck, of course. <laughs> um, when uh, oh man, <laughs> we're trying. Ah, hey listeners, see, that's how you're supposed to uh, do it when one of us cracks a joke. Sure. Hey listeners, can you tell that we lost a good thirty minutes of the episode in the middle of it? Write in and tell. Uh, then we got Matt Smith after David Tennant when he leaves, which is a very emotional episode. Uh, when David Tennant regenerates he's the first doctor to or at least the first one i know that like he literally was like i'm not ready i don't want to go he he's not ready to become a I new didn't, person I didn't pack my electric toothbrush yeah uh sonic screwdriver uh very close does that drive screws uh there is an episode where it's used to drive it's used to unscrew yeah okay, it's like an old-timey God. like black and white one and it's just like him holding it and then you can just see the screw like you got all these doctors and all these screwdrivers and just uh Where's the vodka, baby? Where's yeah, the yeah. orange juice? Sonic screwdriver. That's when I go to Sonic and I'm like, hey, can I get an orange juice? I got hey, my own vodka. Hey, can I get a pickle juice uh, slushy? That's what you do there. Um, Matt Smith was the next doctor who was a young guy. He's the youngest doctor they ever had. He wore the bow ties. Oh, he, yeah, that nerd. He was cool. Yeah, he wore, yeah, he was like a cool guy. That's the one I've seen with the most merch. Yeah, kind of. He was one because he was taking over for Tenet, who people were fucking in love with. Yeah. So it was crazy that all of a sudden but, like, he Tenet was going to have to it off, handed it off at like its height of yeah. popularity on the second run. Yes, and uh, and Matt Smith did great with it. I like Matt have Smith as a doctor. Have you seen all of the second run? Yeah, I've seen everything since 05 started, um, except for the most current season that's currently airing. I've only seen the pilot of the current series or the first episode of the new the current season. 
Um, is the pilot one of the companions? The pilot is actually the name of the first episode of the maybe 12th season or 13th season or some eighth season. I don't know. It's called the pilot, even though it's fucking 800 episodes in. Um, but then, so Matt Smith is great and Matt Smith has really great storylines. Matt Smith meets his wife, uh, the doctor's wife, which is river song. And the way he meets her is so river song? her name's river song. Like, you oh. know, like Springsteen, yeah, yeah. uh, go, go down to the river into the river. We drown. We go down to the river and wash the river dry. Ah, uh, fantastic. Yeah. And the way that... so so Oh, be, that's fastball. Because of time travel and the way this works, when the doctor meets River Song, she says, hey, I'm your wife and we're in love and we've had this whole relationship. And he's like, I don't know who you are. I've never met Wait, you so before. So this alien's going around hooking up with humans? Yeah, he's had three or four wives. Mm. Uh, we might get to that, actually, coming up. Mm. Um, he's had a few wives. Sounds like he's taking advantage um, of power dynamics. I think, he's had, <laughs> I think he's had other, maybe not just human wives, too. Uh, but anyways, so when he meets his wife, she's like, we have this whole life together. And he's like, I have no idea who you are. Because sh- her story Ooh. on the show is told backwards. Cold-blooded. It's super interesting because, like, Every time you see her, you're like, where are they at? How far, how much does he know? How much does he know? And then eventually it goes all the way back to you see their first meeting or their, when they first fall in love. But then there's also a, a Christmas special where you see their actual first meeting. And it's because she calls him and he gets there and he thinks, oh, you call me because you're my wife. She called him because she needs a doctor and she heard he's the best doctor in the universe. She doesn't even know who he is. She has no concept. And in so the it's universe? so good. It's so interesting the way they do it. Um, she's played by this actress. I can't think of her name, but she's, she was on, um, she was the redheaded um, English Karen woman. Gilliam. No, no, no. She's on um, ER. She was on mm-hmm. ER in the oh. 90s. She was um, oh, Dr. God. Green's wife. But she's Nobody fantastic. cares about ER. Um, and Matt Smith's also, his companions were Amy Pond and Roy Williams, who are a couple and they're fan, people love them. They're two. They're fitness. If you want to just get into Doctor Who a little bit, go on YouTube and watch videos about uh, Amy Pond, Rory, River Song. That's also what interesting. The Pond, River? Hey. What's going on here? Maybe you should watch the series and see if it gets all fucking wild, because it does. Um, without spoilers, spoilers, which is a quote of River. That's what River Song says all the time, because she knows the future, so she always says spoilers. She knows the Doctor's future. She's the only person that knows the Doctor's future. Nobody else does. Um, then Matt Smith becomes Peter Capaldi, who's my favorite doctor. Peter Capaldi's great. He's the older guy that's oh, the most a, recent ones. Yeah, yeah, he's the old dude in Paddington. Paddington? He's great in Paddington. He also won an Oscar in 1984 for best uh, short film document, or best directed short film. Tim Allen gave him the Oscar. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. But uh-huh. Tim, the Tool Man Allen, gave him the Oscar that he Buzz gave. Buzz Lightyear? Yeah, Buzz Lightyear himself. He also, Peter Capaldi, was on a television show in the early 2000s called The Thick of It, which was this seminal British series. Uh, it's so good, if you haven't seen it. It's the precursor to Veep, uh, and he won a bunch oh. of BAFTAs, BAFTAs for it. Also, when Peter Capaldi was in, like, when he was in early, like, late teens, early 20s, he was in a punk He's alive band. that long ago? Yeah. He, in the in the late seventies, he was in a punk band called the Dream Boys in, in Scotland, and he was the lead singer and guitar player. The drummer of that band was Craig Ferguson. Oh, so like this guy's got like this crazy pedigree. It's so interesting his life, and then he gets to be also be the doctor. And his companion mostly is Clara Oswald, who's fantastic. Again, if you don't care about Doctor Who at all and you don't want to know any of this stuff, 
just go on YouTube and watch like the stories of uh, Matt Smith, Amy Pond, Rory, and watch Peter Capaldi and Clara because Clara is so interesting. She's all through his timeline. She saves the world so many times. She should have her own show. She does. Ha- I mean, the actress has other series, but like her character, I would I would watch a hundred episodes of a show for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Peter Capaldi left, and now it's I like that Harrison Ford movie with her in it. Which one? A Clara, pro- uh, Clara mm-hmm. present danger. A Clara present danger. Yeah. Um, and then after that, now it's Jodie Whittaker is the current doctor. She's the thirteenth doctor. Um, uh, and she it's the first time the doctor's been a woman. Uh, the actress is great. I don't know if you know her. She was in um, uh, Broadchurch, which was a show also with David Tennant. David Tennant and her were the stars of it. Um, and it's a it's like a BBC show about a church small town. full of broads. No, it's about a small town that was a uh, like broad a, city, a, broad uh, church. A little boy was killed, and and it's just about the cops trying to figure it all out. And it's really great. And she was really great in that. Um, and she's also on a really great episode of, of Black Mirror. She's in one of like the biggest Black Mirror episodes. Um, but that's where we're at. And I've seen the, the first episode of the current season. I like her as the Doctor. I yeah. think it's very interesting. I like her new companions. I think it's going to be good. Um, so those are all the Doctors. That's where we're at. There's also another Doctor, John Hurt, who's a passed away, but he was a great actor. Um, Alien? Yeah. He plays um, kind of this like weird... I guess it would be the... Uh, he uh, uh, he's the ninth doctor, but they don't acknowledge him as the ninth doctor because when the the doctor from ninety six, Will Sasso's buddy, when he regenerated, he regenerated into John Hurt, and then John Hurt went back to Gallifrey and was like a war doctor and like fucking had to set kill, up tents and ha- amputee people. He, it was the, like all those other war doctors. Put him in the tents with the he made him the amputees. He was like this oh. badass warrior man, and he saved his planet. This guy he's, went from tea time to amputee time. Yeah, he he saved his planet. He saved his people. But it, he was so ruthless that when he regenerated into Ecclestein, the 2005 he doctor. He asked for a companion that he, was named Ruth. He blocked it. He blocked it because he didn't want to have to fucking deal with any of that stuff. Because, um, and so it's interesting. And then every once in a while that doctor will show back up. That's the other thing that's cool is because it's time travel. Every once in a while, mm-hmm. an old, a doctor will see another old doctor. And Peter Capaldi's last episode ends with him and the very first doctor meeting in the in antarctica and they have to go on an adventure together and it's it's an actor who it's obviously not the first actor because he's dead but it's a guy that looks just like him playing him exactly the same and it's so it's so good the way they do that the way they play with their times and all that kind of stuff yeah um and so that's kind of that um i I guess uh one thing what do you got you got any questions about so far uh one of the most important things about the doctor i do think is is the cast yeah so it heals correctly Mm -hmm. yeah um, also, things you might not know about him, he has two hearts. So where, what's a, oh, yeah? All Gallifreyans have two hearts, yeah? Um, or Time Lords, as if you will, which is what their race is called. Must um, be why they're always so pumped. Some of their biggest... What are, in, what's up with the Daleks? The, see, that's what I was going to say. Some of their biggest enemies, the Daleks, are like those big robot ones. Yeah, the dumb-looking things. Yeah, and they go, exterminate, uh, you know, and destroy. stuff like that. Destroy. Destroy, you are the doctor. Um, so those are... Um, obviously, they look like shit because they were created in 1963 and stuff like that. And all the original Doctor Who episodes from like those back in those days are like very play acting. So you're supposed to like... You're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, obviously that doesn't really look like what it looks like. You know, yeah. we're supposed to pretend it's a scary monster. But then they've just rolled that into the show so that it becomes scary. And these new, you know, they have great budgets now, but they still make them look that way. Um, but the Daleks are these crazy robot things run by one robot in a, it's it's like they're a race and those are their outfits. There's actually things inside there. And then um, eventually the things inside, uh, they can start putting people inside there. They do a lot of fucked up stuff. They're a, whor- they're a bad race of aliens trying to take over the world though and they hate 
the doctor more than anyone because the doctor wiped out a whole planet of them once, uh, like years ago. Mm-hmm. And so they, he's their biggest enemy. Um, the Cybermen are another one that's sim- basically the same idea. Yeah, they um, just like uh, drop in the people's DMs and they're like, "Hey, baby, oh, here's my what's dick. up? Here's my rod." Uh, the Cybermen are they? They're stolen people. They're they're they steal they steal humanoid type people and then they put them inside these robots, these giant robot men to be to to use them so that the race continues. It's like a race of it's like a robot race, mm-hmm. but they need people well, to still make it work. Well, that'd be more exciting than a person race cuz robots are faster. That's for sure. Uh some of my favorite ones also are Zygons, which are these gross. They look like kind of like a Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs. Nice. Balls. You're uh, delicious. Yeah, and they got weird fucking looking like nipples all over them. Uh the Weeping Angels, uh which are these scary ass uh they're only in like a couple episodes, but they're these scary ass uh statues of angels. Uh, but then, you know, in Mario, when you look at the ghost and mm-hmm. then you turn away and the ghost comes after you, mm-hmm. they're based on that same Boo. mechanic. They're called booze. Booze. There's the same mechanic where you look at them and they just look like a statue of a crazy angel and you look away. And when you look, when you look back, they're like closer and their mouths are scary. And if you keep looking away they're eventually, they're going to fucking get you and they, they get you and they're scary as shit. Um, there's a great episode called blink from the David Tennant years that is, I mean, if you never watch any other episode of doctor who you can watch that episode it doesn't deal with most of the doctor who stuff but it's a fucking it's like a scary exciting good tv show good episode of tv um uh so those are those and then the master is is kind of like his arch nemesis in a way mm-hmm. or at least most re, you know most big he's got a lot of them over the years yeah the shows had 800 some episodes yeah. so but but the master is another time lord who did the same as him and escaped gallifrey but is he kind of is bad and over the years, he's done all sorts of stuff. And then after a while, becomes a woman. Uh, he, he regenerates into a woman before the doctor does. Um, and then they kind of form a bond. It's like the same kind of things where every once in a while, they have to form bonds and work together. Yeah. But it, and that's kind of his, it's kind of like the yin to the yang of the doctor. You know, the doctor wants to help everybody. The master wants to destroy everything. Um, and so those are great. Um, let's see. Do you, is there anything you're interested, anything else you're interested in about? You got the Daleks? Any other things? I have a couple more things I want to get into, and then I got some Facebook stuff, too. So. No, I've barely looked at I mean, I've tried to figure it out. There's just so much back history with this. Well, it's just uh, I'll tell intimidating you this. to even want to try. I'll tell you this. 90% of this stuff I didn't know until I was researching this podcast. I never knew the original order of the Doctors or anything. You can literally start with the Christopher Eccleston episode and be fine. You can start with any of the episodes. You could start with any Doctor's first episode. And you could catch up. You like if you're if you for your first episode of Doctor Who is the new one with Jodie Whittaker, you can enjoy it. It's a well written show with interesting things, and they don't constantly rely on like it's not like Star Trek where you constantly need to know who everybody is. Every episode can you know be your first episode. Um, uh, but that's where it's at. Um, well, I actually feel like Star Trek you can just drop right in all the time. Well, if that I guess yeah you can do that, but I mean it's easier if you kind of know. Uh, if you know the universe of Star Trek, it's just like, okay, it is like Doctor Who. Because if you know the universe of Doctor Who, you're better off. It'll be better. But you could just jump in any episode and you'll be fine. Um, or you can jump off of any first episode of The Doctor. Right. So you could start with Peter Capaldi and enjoy a really great show. Um, okay, so uh, I reached out to the uh, uh, NFers and I asked them. Let me see. I got to find my goddamn. What'd you um, ask them? I don't know. I got to find my fucking telephone. Did you ask him the who, what, the doctor, who, what, when, and where? I did. Where the fuck did my goddamn... Oh, but this is great radio. Yeah, baby. Well, I, you're laying on the floor, so I don't think you can Why? criticize me too Dude, goddamn much. Dude, this is 
radio. You don't have to tell people. You just yelled at me about radio. Nobody knows that I'm going through looking around for my fucking phone. You were talking about it on air. Um. Okay, so what I did was I said, if you love Doctor Who, tell me why in one or two sentences. All right? And so this is what I've got. Um. First off, Kathy Humes, friend of the show. Oh, real Shiro. Shiro says, it's about the triumph of good or evil. Um... Joe Kimple says, I like that the doctor has no affiliations or loyalties. He is neither good nor evil, no obligations. Um, to which Kathy disagreed. And then there's a, I don't know, there's like a long fucking Facebook fight about it. Ooh, sounds um, like they're uh, completely different viewpoints there, too. Uh, Ka- Phil Kazi says, so he tagged somebody who didn't give a fuck. Um, Brad Turk says it's a good mix of goofy British stuff and time travel sci-fi stuff, which sounds good. Yeah. Um, See, that's all I needed to be told. I'm sold now just because Brad Turk. Well, Brad Turk's always on. I like goofy British stuff and time travel sci-fi. Annika Sihala. I never know how to say her last name. She said uh, it helped me feel good when I was real sad one fall. So that's, I mean, personal, but that I'm sad sometimes, you know. Uh, Sam Compton says it's a bunch of wibbly wobbly timey wimey bullshit and it's amazing. Also, Bowtizer, cool. Shout out to Eleven. So that means I'm assuming Sam's favorite doctor is probably Matt Smith. Uh-huh. Um, Ahmed Khalif says, whoever they get to play the doctor is generally an incredible thespian. That and the intricate writing makes you really believe they are quirky, kind-hearted aliens with Earth's best interest at heart. Oh, um, so you get a lot of fun stuff out of the fact that they're quirky aliens? Yeah. Even though they've been here and... For God knows how long, they still haven't figured out. Like, they probably lived lives on Earth longer than humans, right? Who? Who's they? The doctors. Yeah, but they're not on... No, Yeah, but they're in the whole universe. They're not just on Earth. Oh. Yeah, so he's talking about, like, if they show... Because, like, a lot of times they'll just go to a random planet and have a random alien race you'll meet for one episode. Uh-huh. But those races have humanity and, and, and quirkiness sometimes, and sometimes they're terrifying, and sometimes they're very genuine and good at heart. Um, and I think that's what he's referencing. Um, Kelly, they, Tra- just, they just roll up in their TARDIS. Wherever, yeah. Wherever. Yeah. They, so it's, it's basically like, adventuring. So it's, it's like we got this TARDIS and now we're in this it, it, instead of it being the USS Enterprise. And now we're just on this planet. And now we're going to find out what the story is going to be. Yeah. It'll be a lot of times it's driven by the companions. It's like, where do you want to go? And then they go somewhere and then they pop out in. Uh, I mean, it could literally, they could be on the moon. They could be on Mars. They could be on some planet we've never heard of. They could be inside of a planet we've never heard of. They, the, or they could be in England in 1925. Or they could be modern-day England, modern-day New Mexico. So they had uh, different masters for the all the different seasons? Like different bad guys, you're saying? No, just the master. Is he like a reoccurring? The master is the bad guy. Yeah, he's reoccurring, but he's not always there. Like some, there'll be like whole stretches of like, you know... There'll be like 30, 40 episodes, the whole seasons where they don't even acknowledge the master because the master's just kind of off doing evil by himself, you know? So the doctor is pretty much just doing this for for the shit of it. For the sake of, yeah, because for adventuring, for the yeah. sake of adventuring. Um, there's a thing that Peter Capaldi says so when he's he, not like good. He's just in for the adventure. He kind of, yes, but he does want good. He it, If he shows up somewhere and bad is happening, he's there to help. Uh-huh. Sometimes that gets in the way, and sometimes with his he toothbrush gets toothbrush thing. Some, yeah, with his sonic screwdriver, and sometimes just, some different doctors have different personalities. So sometimes the doctors with different personalities 
maybe don't want to help as much and stuff like that. You know, it's like it's it's interesting. It, 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 each doctor kind of has their own like um, way that they deal with those kind of things. Yeah. Um, Kelly Trapnell says it's always emphasizing the effects one single person or time lord can have on the entirety of the universe. Plus, the world building is killer, and it can swing from stuff that's super localized and contained to stuff with crazy scope without missing a beat. It almost never falters, except in Viz FX, and even the show's writing saves it because it knows it's campy and loves it. Yeah. Uh, once again, that's kind of like what you were talking about with the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you're just kind of expected to be like, hey, this isn't freaking Marvel. Exactly. You and, know? and it's like the way you that... Can, you can fit in the gaps of our uh, TV level special effects yeah the way the story- that was the way that was described f- back in the 60s they said is they're like when you go to a play and you watch equus on stage you know it's not a horse a real horse on stage but you're not less moved because you believe it's a real horse because they're telling you it's a real horse and that's what they wanted you to believe on the right. show early and and they right. sold it to it so early um just like it doesn't matter when there's a guy carrying coconuts yes and banging them together exactly exactly what matters is how we got the coconuts. Those British fucking, you know, British television history. Um, Do you think like uh, a bird carrying it? Maybe from Africa. Uh, Allie Lightfoot says, "Really makes me deal with my attachment issues. It's heartbreaking when the doctor regenerates, and I have to fall in love with a new doctor all over again. Shows me that change is often as good as it is scary." You know what helped me with my attachment issues? What's that? Uh, Clippy. Oh, yeah, on Excel or on yeah. Uh, Word. Yeah. Uh-huh. We missed that fucker. Uh, Jason Hill says it strikes a balance between kitschy and serious that makes it accessible but smart. I think a lot of people sometimes feel like an alien living on a planet of people they love but will never really be one of, a con- one of and the show makes that seem okay and even heroic. That seems like a uh, constant theme from just about everybody that it's... Uh balance a uh, pretty good balance of like silly and serious mm-hmm. yeah definitely and there are like there is this connection with earth it, uh like the doctor is on earth a lot and there were years there was a couple one doctor i don't remember which one but one of the 80s doctors was sent or maybe 70s doctors was sentenced to live on earth without his tardis for like two years or something so like there is a real connection with earthlings he's very fascinated with earthlings eventually the doctor actually becomes the president of earth and has to like defend like every once in a while if like a big alien race will really take over the doctor be is the president and has to actually like fucking really put his foot down and make decisions um so like he does have a really special relationship with earth but he will be everywhere um regardless and it's the same doctor essentially it's always the it's same the same alien yes it's always the same alien just that's regenerated personalities 12 different doctors yes, yes. um or 13, 13 yeah uh andrew calgero well, technically technically maybe 14 well um it wouldn't be as many doctors as there's been. There's uh, as a number of times it's regenerated because it hasn't regenerated from the last doctor. No, yet. exactly. And they, I think there's supposed to be like something like 10 regenerations left in them too. Um, Got to get more quarters. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Calgero said it's a celebration of helping those in need using intelligence and kindness over strength and violence. Uh, she's a different kind of superhero. Uh Okay. Uh, so it's uh, it's very Picard. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, where it's all about like I. That's ne- actually a good question. Is I wonder if Patrick Stewart was a fan of Doctor Who or had any relationship with Doctor Who, mm-hmm. because you would think as a growing up a British, you know, being in England, especially as an actor at those times, 
I wonder if he was even because I there you wonder if you he's see ever in an uh, episode auditioned. Yeah, um, I know they've they've talked before about how there was talk about him trying wanting to be one, but he, he made a comment about how he'd never be a doctor because he's already has you know so much he couldn't take on another thing like oh, that. God, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, Trent Norris said David Tennant and Matt Smith were fantastic. The first two seasons of Matt Smith in particular are two of my favorite seasons of television. See, that's one of those things. He's bow tie, right? Bow tie. That's one of those things that's so interesting is because I like Matt Smith a lot, but I, he's what, not at all my favorite. What's Matt Smith's favorite kind of pasta? Mm, bow tie. Penny, I bet. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's uh, the best. Sure. So I'm just assuming. Uh, hey, let me ask you this. What is, uh, Oh, fuck, where's my notes? God, Christ. It sounds like they're right in front of the microphone. What is... Uh... Oh, fuck it. I lost it. One of the early campaigns' name was Penny, and I was going to ask you that. Um, Mona said, uh, because it shows how no- one normal person standing up and doing the right thing can influence the entire universe. Also, pretty much every standard I have for love and relationships is based very strongly on, ten, on, doc- on the 10th Doctor and Rose... Uh, uh, the 11th Doctor and River and Amy and Rory, you don't leave the ones you love behind and the ones you love never really leave you. And that is 100% very shown throughout all those ones and I believe Capaldi also. I'm wondering, I'm wondering if a lot of these people maybe haven't seen the Capaldi years because I think that all these uh, all of these themes are really influenced with Capaldi. I'm surprised I'm surprised, I wonder if more people what the consensus is of, of him because he's my favorite Doctor now. Yeah. I love it, and I and I wonder where everybody else is. Um, so that's that's from the fans. Thank you so much. And then I have one more thing I want to do. How'd he die? Who Capaldi? Uh-huh. Oh, he dies. I got here. I'm gonna actually look this up while I'm talking to you. Um, uh, he says something. You know, I'll tell you. He's my favorite doctor. Uh, he when he regenerates, he his, the thing he says. Um, that's, uh, when in, when when they're dying, has any of them ever been like? Somebody get me a doctor. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I, Guys, I'm out of here. Time I, to regenerate. Uh, he, you know what? Somebody might. Uh, that actually sounds like it's very close to something they would say. Um, so this is what Capaldi says as he's regenerating. He's kind of, he's alone. He's like, more like Caputi. He, he's a, Caput. He's alone and in the, in the. Um, uh, more? No, in, no, he's alone in the TARDIS. Um and his last words. How do they all fit in the TARDIS? It's bigger on the inside. Uh, that's what. That's like a line on the show. Like every person, the first time they walk in to the the TARDIS, they go, "It's bigger on the inside." And there's a lot of jokes where the the Doctor, when somebody walks in for the first time, mouths it with them, you know. And it's like a oh, whole. Yeah. It's like a whole joke from the show. Um, so you know me, and I'm telling you, my favorite Doctor is Capaldi. This is his last three words, or last you know phrase as uh, Doctor. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. That's like my whole thing. Laugh hard, be kind, be cool, never die, run. It's like all of that stuff is put together. Um, And so I love that doctor so much. So that was this episode. I hope it was fun for people to listen to. Uh Uh-huh. We talked all about Doctor Who. Uh, Tell the listeners where they can find you on the internet. Oh, you can find me at Reamcore. R-A-M-K-O-R-E. That's right. Type that in and you'll find me. Uh, also, check out my other podcast, uh, 1994, with John Bilancini. It's a lot of fun. We talk about the year of our Lord, 1994, the year of our time, Lord. Ooh, Ooh write is, that huh? down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, be sure to check out uh, House of Bricks Comedy every second Friday of the month at Precious Metal. It's going to be a great show, as always. Come check that out. 
And uh, I think that's about it for me, Patrick. Uh, you can follow me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-S-T-I-E, PatrickHasty.com. Uh, for all upcoming shows, uh, we want to thank both of us from the bottom of our hearts. We want to say happy Thanksgiving today. I hope and you guys are having. from the bottom of my belly. Yeah, I hope you guys are having a fun time with friends or family. I hope uh, you guys are in line, going to get some great deals. Yeah, you're going to buy some, some stuff of, tomorrow. Some stuff. Also, if you're in. Tomorrow, it's today. Well, it comes out on Thursday. Black Friday starts today. Sure, you're right. Um, Bust them doors. You're listening to this in you line. Know, You're sitting down in front of a Toys R Us in the middle of the night. Nah, trample aren't open them. no more. Trample them. Get those toys. <laughs> yeah, hurt some people. You know. Yeah. Um. If you're also, if you're listening to this day of and you live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, come see me tonight. I got two shows. Go to patrickhasey.com to see where they're at because I don't know. Um. Uh. On December 13th, Thursday, December 13th. So about three weeks from now. Uh. The Muppet Christmas Carol live at uh, Union Hall. I'm producing it. All proceeds go to support um, New York City homelessness. Uh, so go to unionhall.com to get your tickets for that. Uh, give us reviews. Patreon. Uh, if you want to buy an ad, $5 to our nostalgic front uh, at gmail.com. Uh, uh, what's it called? PayPal. Mm-hmm. And we'll get you set up on that. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And remember, if you're not an NFer, well, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. President's bullet body ridden in the tree. Ride, Johnny, ride. Ready? Kennedy's shattered head concrete. Listen, ride, Johnny, no. ride. Hold on. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.